always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that you will see great things happen. Welcome to this, your Friday, February 9th, 2018 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs. I'm founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. I bring you warm greetings live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios in the city of Buffalo, New York. It's 17 degrees here in the Queen City, a cold one this morning. Do you know that I was driving yesterday and my windshield wipers were stuck? I had to get the ice off of them in order to get them to work. It is cold outside, but it is warm, as I often say, with your love. Just love you so much. I'm thankful you made it through another week. It might not have been the best week or it may have been extraordinary, but whatever the case is, you are here and there is a word from the Lord. Every podcast you hear is a free resource for our listeners all over the world. We are an army of believers that God is raising up, a mighty nation, and I'm so excited. So go ahead and stream the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, DeannaHobbs.com, also on YouTube under my name, Deanna Hobbs, D-I-A-N-N-A-H-O-B-B-S. Click that red subscribe button, turn on your notifications, and every time a podcast is uploaded, you will be among the first to know. We are going to get into this Friday podcast. I'm so excited about the word God is going to share with us. Let's pray. God, our Father, we love you. We appreciate you. We honor you. Word my mouth, God, I move out of the way. Structure this message. Tailor it for the needs of the individual listening. And we'll ever give your name the praise, glory, and thanks in Jesus' name name. Amen. I was smiling while I was wiping off the table. I was doing some weekend chores, warmly remembering the day my husband Kenya and I tackled this restoration project a few years ago. We had never done anything like it. So before getting started, we were looking at this piece of furniture and it looked terrible. The table had scratches on it, dings and nicks all over it. And from the appearance of it, it was useless. We thought about junking it. But then we got a better idea that involved a power sander, some paintbrushes, polyurethane, and a bit of time. Kenya and I went to work. We were newbies, but we were committed. So we stripped the top layer of the wood and we got down to the raw material underneath. Even that had us like, wow, we did it. <laughs> After clearing away all that dust, Daily Cut family, we got our paintbrushes and we applied the polyurethane. It's this durable protectant that stinks Horribly. Oh my goodness, it smells so bad. But it shines furniture beautifully. So slowly and methodically and carefully, we guided and glided the bristles over the length of the oak wood table in these smooth strokes. Now we knew that the layers of polyurethane couldn't be lathered on too thick. Otherwise, it would just bubble up and mar the finish. So we were really careful. The application process required patience. You really had to go slowly. And since Kenya and I had to allow hours of drying time in between each of the three coatings that we needed to complete the finish, we couldn't rush through it. And I remember how badly I wanted to see it all done. I'll admit, patience is not always my strong suit. I was eager for this restoration to be completed, but I had to wait. 
And let me just tell you, it was so worth the wait. The table is still beautiful. Years later, it's in pristine condition. All it required was perseverance and patience. We would have thrown a perfectly good table out if we had not believed that we could restore it. And the restoration of the table actually didn't take that long. It felt like it while we were doing it, but we started it one day and finished it the very next day. And we were in awe of the results. It was our faith in the possibility of restoration that moved us to take action. Listen, there are some things God is going to restore in your life this year, not next year, this year. You are going to see great things happen. In the meantime, as you wait, there's something very important you have to keep in mind. When it comes to going through the restoration process, the key is remaining connected to God. He will give you strength and joy as he's rebuilding you. This morning, the Lord directed me to Nehemiah 8 for you. And in this passage, we see Ezra the priest. He was standing on a platform in the temple in the midst of Israel. And when he was there, he opened the book of the law of Moses and started reading it. Now, all of this was happening at the beginning of the seventh month of the year. This is known as the Feast of Trumpets. The Feast of Trumpets is also called Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. It was a established in Leviticus 23 and 24 as a day of Sabbath rest that would be commemorated with a trumpet blast. Not only is the Feast of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah a day of joyful celebration that looks forward to God's goodness and mercy in the new year, but it is a serious, solemn day set aside for repentance, deep soul searching, forgiveness, and also a time of recalling God's judgment. Well, in Nehemiah 8, as the book of the law of God was read at the beginning of the Jewish New Year, the Levites, who were consecrated for service to the Lord, took time to explain the meaning of what was being read, and they helped the hearers understand. These people were hearing God's heart relayed through the pages of Scripture. And as this was going on, according to verse 9, the folks started weeping and mourning when they heard what the book of the law said. They were reminded of God's judgment and made freshly aware of how short they had fallen of God's word. But then in verse 10, Nehemiah told them something. He said, don't be dejected and sad for the joy of the Lord is your strength. We often hear this powerful verse quoted, the joy of the Lord is your strength, right? This scripture is so wonderful and we love it. That word joy in this passage is the Hebrew word ketvah, which is not only rejoicing and gladness, but it comes from the root word kadah, which also means to to be joined. So then Nehemiah was telling them that joy, gladness, and rejoicing is the result of being joined with God. Being in fellowship, communion, and in right relationship with the Lord leads to happiness, rejoicing, and joyfulness. Communion with God strengthens you and makes you glad in your spirit. Psalm 1611 says, in his presence is fullness of joy. Even though Israel had been ravaged by war and they were actively working to rebuild the shattered pieces of their lives as well as restore the nation's former glory, they were able to experience joy through the process. Why? Because they were hearing the word of God, gaining understanding and being joined back to God. This message Nehemiah gave the Jews at the beginning of their new year is perfect for you. That's why God is sending it to you 
you through your daily cup of inspiration podcast. Just weeks ago, we celebrated our new year. And I know you, like Israel was, are believing God to do something great for you this year. Right now, he's giving you the key to experiencing supernatural joy, restoration, strength, peace, productivity, blessings, and favor this year and going forward. Here's the key. Don't let anything come between you and your relationship with him. Stay in his word. Pray without ceasing. Worship in spirit and in truth. Stay rooted and grounded in the Lord. Dedicate your life wholly to him. Then you will see all things work together for your good. Then you will be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the lender and not the borrower, blessed going out and coming in. Then you will see God unlock doors, elevate you, increase you, and do the miraculous in you, for you, and through you for the sake of his glory. Then you will be amazed by the breakthroughs you will experience. We are only in the second month of the new year, and God is telling you today, no matter what you're going through, as long as you stay connected to me, you'll see great things happen in your life. To help you stay connected to the Lord so you can see great things happen in your life, I'm stirring the words that Jesus said in St. John 15, 5 in the New Living Translation right into your cup of inspiration. Jesus said this, Yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. As you drink down the contents of your cup, be encouraged to know that Jesus promised you that as long as you stay connected to him, you will produce much fruit. You will reap a harvest. He will sustain you. He will give you joy and strength. This is going to be a great year for you because you are connected to the vine. Prepare to witness incredible things happen just for you. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you that you have spoken blessings, favor, increase, joy, and strength over them this year. You are restoring, renewing, and doing great things for them. For the person listening, this is their year of increase. They will see amazing things happen in their life. We rejoice by faith. It is so. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.